Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? We hope you guys are having a good week so far. Thank you guys for tuning in to AP and Toya Podcast. Of course, I am AP, and I'm here with my beautiful wife. Latoya. What's going on, boo? Hey, we are excited, excited, excited um, for a couple of reasons. We have some great shows coming up, but we are so excited just to be in front of you guys once again. We're happy for it, man, and we thank you guys for listening and watching and all that good stuff, and uh, we appreciate yeah. you guys. Um, we have a oh, couple... I should take my shirt off so we can what? match. Yeah, boom. Cause we... Oh, yeah, we actually do kind of match. Yeah, yeah. We do kind of sort of match. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So it's been a great week so far, boo. Um, if you listen to this this week, you are. we just came off Super Bowl weekend. It was a fun Super Bowl. Uh, had a good time watching the Super Bowl with me and the kids and just uh, just relax, man. I love football. Y'all, if y'all don't know, football is my favorite sport. So... She's like, I can care less. She, she, she I had never to watched. work. I didn't, I didn't get to enjoy any of it. Yeah. She never gets to, she never likes watching football anyway. She'll just, I do. I watch the halftime show. Yes, yes. I'm all about the halftime show. Speaking of the halftime show, what do you think about the halftime show? Shakira, Shakira. Oh, <laughs> baby, when you talk like that. <laughs> I love some yeah. J-Lo and Shakira. Yeah, people. I wish I could move my abs like her. I got to yeah. stand up a little, do my ab, my ab. My Yo. kids was like, that's, that's not how it looks. I was trying to like. Mm-mm. How how funny the I when I was watching it at first I was like okay well, this is gonna be something. I was just waiting to see what kind of something it was gonna be, but um, you know it was some funny memeable moments. You know with Shakira um, doing the little, 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 whatever she did. I probably put it at the bottom of the screen. All, so I can see her, what I'm talking all about. her noises that she makes, but that's yeah. like her thing. Like that's what Shakira does. She makes those kind of goat. Sounding, <laughs> sounding music. I don't know what does that sound like. I guess like, yodeling. I don't know what it is. Oh. Just, I don't know what it is yodeling. I guess, but um, yeah, it, the halftime show was cool, man. It was all right. You know, they had Latin America going crazy. Everybody, any type of Spanish roots was going crazy for them. And um, I loved it. I th- yeah. I thought it was empowering. It was just women out there doing their thing and just representing their Latin community. I know Ja Rule was mad. He ain't, he ain't get a call. Look, Wyclef was over there yeah. talking about some. He filming co- his own commercial from his couch, <laughs> being a hater. But um, yeah. he said he wrote all those songs, so he yeah, said he, he was making money yeah. from his couch. But um, I they she brought out uh uh Spanish rappers, Hispanic rappers. Yeah, usually usually um, the Super Bowl is known for like real big. You know, performances like one of my favorite performances is Bruno Mars's um halftime yeah halftime show. Uh, Beyonce killed. Of course, if you go classy, you go Prince, who had an amazing set. Michael Jackson, who literally stood there for, for like four minutes straight, and people were going nuts. Like, and I don't know if you ever if you ever saw Michael Jackson halftime show, but he just he literally stands in one pose, and people lose their mind. They forget they're they're at a Super Bowl. They just lose their mind. It's kind of crazy. I probably will put that at the bottom of the screen too, so y'all can see what I'm talking about. But um. Yeah, it, it was it was it was all right, man. It was it was okay. I, I wanted more though, cause you know you, you gotta go big for the Super Bowl. But, they did um, go big though. How how did they not go big? Like two went big major for, Latin artists, like they. Well, they went big for Latin America. I mean, I'm 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 not Latin, so I didn't really enjoy it as much as I could. I mean, J Lo has some some hits, but it would have been dope if if she did bring out Ja Rule or she did uh, or Wyclef came out or something like that. That would be kind of dope for me. Just to kind of get all audiences, because that's those hits were they weren't hits just by them by themselves. You know what I mean? But um, it, it was still fun. The game was dope. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, all that good stuff. All right. So they were good. getting a lot of backlash. So tell me what you think about this, because what they Question? were getting a 
They were getting a lot of backlash uh, with people saying that it wasn't family friendly. So a lot of people... Oh, oh the, the butt sugar like, stuff? I guess just... Um, I mean, I guess the way they were dressed, the, okay. the butt shaking, all the belly dancing and all that stuff, they were saying it wasn't... People were, A lot of people were saying it wasn't family friendly. Like, they felt like, you know, their kids were exposed to all of this. Like, you know, they felt like their kids could, shouldn't have watched it. I, I get but, it. Um, but people were say, also saying, like, last year, Maroon 5, like, when the guy... What's the main... Adam, Le Adam Levine. When he was performing, he had on, like, no shirt the entire time. Oh, yeah, time. they were talking yeah, the, they, they like, about the double moms, standard. The like, double standard. Yeah, like, moms and, and, in 2019 yeah. were, like, looking at Adam, but then when J-Lo was there, which, which and offended. they were clothed. They are offended, yeah, yeah. They were offended, I, I get it. So. That's a double standard and, we kind of have with, with society, though, anyway, right? It's just, yeah, yeah. so... I don't know. Do I, I think I think they did a great job. I mean, yeah. I I watched it with my kids. I I was eyeing my son though, cause I was like, when J Lo <laughs> J Lo was doing her little booty dance, I saw him. He got real quiet. I saw him eyeing J Lo butt. So <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but <laughs> um, I don't know. Just as a woman, I felt I felt empowered. I She's mean, fifty I kids, something. Are they both fifty? Kids, uh, I think Shakira is forty three and J Lo is okay, but they did a but, good job, man. Like. I'm 35 and I can't shake my booty like that. Like but I get but tired just walking. So <laughs> doing all the dancing on that pole and doing all that stuff, I don't. Oh gosh. That just wouldn't have happened. I, can I put your pole dancing video up there? My pole dancing video <laughs> is just for you. Just for it, you, baby. Uh, what anyway. time? You okay. talk, are you talking about that time I took that class? With your girls, yeah, yeah. So my girlfriend had a. Uh, Shout out to my shout out to my friend. I want to put her out there, her name out there. But we did experiment <laughs> with some pole dancing. Pole dancing classes for a birthday party. It's not, to be not for money or nothing. It was a fitness birthday girlfriend type of activity. A bunch of girlfriends got together. Man, I was trying to do this pole thing and flip. You're supposed to flip, but land on your neck and try to be sexy all at the same time. Mm mm. <laughs> That was not for me. Oh my mm. gosh, I, I I would put the pictures up there, but I still got it on my phone. But um. But the way that pole was set up, and the way my my arm muscles was set up, <laughs> it was just like I wasn't going anywhere. So it turned into a chair dance class because yeah. we ain't had no upper arm arm strength. All y'all. Yeah, we Shame just with all y'all. We just couldn't um get up the pole or get down the pole. <laughs> <laughs> So That's it hilarious. turned out to be a chair dancing class. Yeah. And then I came home and performed a chair dance for you. Was it good? Dollars on dollars. Hey. Hey, you didn't give me no dollars. That was a free dance at the free All I got is debit card, so. Um anyway. Went <laughs> down my bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe the debit card. Um, anyway. Anyway, man. Yeah, it was a great yeah. day. Sunday was fun. Shout out to everybody that uh, enjoyed the Super Bowl. Um, but we're here just to, um, we're talking about something today that was something that affected the whole world, I feel like, right? Mm -hmm. It affected the whole world last, I think it was last Sunday. Um, so last Sunday, my wife and I, and, and my whole family. Wow, it's been a week already. It might be, yeah, has, yeah it's been a week. Sunday, so it's been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. And they haven't had the services as of yet, um, while we're filming this. They haven't had the services as of yet. But, uh, last, I'm sure everyone in the whole world knows last Sunday, Kobe Bryant um, and his beautiful daughter Gigi and seven others passed away in a just a crazy, crazy helicopter crash, mm -hmm. and um, it felt like it just affected the whole world. Like the, I felt like everybody was grieving, 
And um, the funny thing is, you don't really realize the impact somebody has on your life until until something like this happens. Like I didn't realize it. I was I'm I'm a I'm a Brooklyn Net fan before I was a New Jersey Net fan before I went to Brooklyn. So I never really paid attention to the Lakers. I knew about Kobe, obviously, just being a big uh, basketball fan, but I never realized how much of a cultural icon Kobe really is, uh, was, unfortunately. And uh, it didn't hit me until we were sitting at dinner. At the, uh, we were at the mall in the, in the restaurant, and my friend texted me, old boy Lynch texted me. He was like, yo, Kobe died in a helicopter crash. The first thing I thought was, there's no way. There's no way. It's probably a hoax. They'll take it back. They, you know, the media love, love to kill people off every month. I mean, yearly, somebody die. And um, and it's usually false. So, especially somebody like Kobe Bryant, who, how old was he, Kobe, they said? Uh, was he 41? 41, He was 41. So, you hear somebody 41 years old dying, especially of his caliber and magnitude, you kind of just like, that's impossible. And then, as the report started happening and it started flashing across the news, I was like, wow, this is, this is real. This is real. And I was genuinely affected by it. Like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't eat anymore. Like, I, we were at a table and I just, I, I was consumed with it. Like, my wife can, can, uh, testify yeah, to he it. he was eating fried chicken. He don't stop eating fried chicken. <laughs> like, so, you know, he was really, I'm not trying to be funny, but. I know you were really affected because... I like I just said, I'm not trying to be funny, but she definitely just made a dig at me. You know what I mean? If he's not eating his fried chicken, holy moly. (laughs) But it was just... It was something crazy, though. Like, we were at at a place where it was TVs all around. And so people were walking in, smiles on their face, talking to their family, and then literally stopping in their tracks. It was just like breaking news on all the, the television. And I think it was sad. It's sad not only the way that it happened. It's sad like the way the media released it. Yeah, there was a lot that was of reports terrible. of uh, TMZ releasing it before the family knew. Then finding out like trying to put all the pieces together. Then finding out that his daughter was with him. Yeah. Then other people. There were, there were two other young girls that were killed that were on her team. Yeah. The coaches, the family. Just so many people um, that were that was affected, and initially I was like, it took me a little minute to kind of understand the magnitude and feel the sadness. I think it didn't hit me until the day after when mm. I saw like, besides Kobe being a like a, a football a, a basketball legend, yeah. like just the person he was, the man he was. Like, I remember watching an interview a few months before that he did on a podcast that I that I listened to. And just this... Which one? Um, the Lewis House podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And I was just telling my, my son, like, like, man, like, he was always talking about coaching his daughter and coaching these girls and how it's just he had this thing with time. Like, if you... Talent is one thing, but he always he always talks about all the interviews because since his death, I've just been like obsessed, obsessed with watching with it, yeah. all of his videos because I I just love his mindset, that mamba mindset, that that mamba mentality, that, that mamba mentality, and how he always talks about. I tell my son like he just said like he was always putting in the extra hours and he mm. was calculating like he said he would get up, he would work out, he would work out two to three hours, then he'll go do something with his family, come back do another two to three hours, go do something else, then come back, do like, he had this crazy 
work ethic and he was just saying like if you do the math like people think it's so crazy and you just show up and it's just talent and you just become a legend right but he was just saying like he put himself way ahead of of other players because just because he put in that time he put in that extra hours yeah. he said he was years ahead of his peers because if you add calculate the hours like he was putting in time yeah and yeah. i was trying to I, was, I wanted my son to watch that interview because i'm just like like look like he was just seeing the kids and and even with his girls like when he was when he was coaching the girls telling them like like no you need to practice two to three hours a day like yeah. when other kids go home they're doing homework they're shooting some hoops if they're even practicing that day and you know what i'm saying like but if you practice every day two three four hours like you know just calculating and putting all that time together make you even much even better yeah yeah i mean kobe definitely was a he, he was somebody that, that really practiced what he preached when it came to just developing a habit of hard work. And um, and that's why everybody's always, you know, saying mamba mentality. You got to have mamba mentality when you do this. And in life, in a, in a boardroom, in the, in the, on, the, on the field, on the court, yeah. um, whatever and you're what, doing. Whatever you're yeah. doing, whatever you're good at. He always encouraged people to, to get so crazy good, like put in yeah. the hours. He said it takes like... I forgot what the number is. 10,000 yes. hours to be, to be, an to be considered right? an expert yeah, at something. Yeah, you have yeah. to put in 10,000 hours. Yeah, yeah. And I was just... I just, I don't know. I've been obsessed about watching every single interview. Like, I just yeah. love the way he he thought. Like, I right. love the way he approached stuff. And I was watching one interview, and they said, like, you know, you're like, you're a legend. You've accomplished yeah. all these things. Like, you know, when your kids remember you, how do you want them to remember you by? And he was just like, like, without a, without even thinking about it, he's like, dad. Like, I want them to mm. remember me as daddy. And I think all the pictures and all the videos, I think that's why it really hit me the next day. Like, yeah, yeah. like these children just lost their father. Like, this yeah, this yeah. wife just lost her husband, you know? like it's, 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 so. it, is, it is something that is tra it's tragic. Um, but it, it does put a lot of things in perspective as well. You know what I mean? Um, uh, just before I even get into that, like, just to see the mm -hmm. outpour of... Um, support and love that that the world showed Kobe. I've never I've this is the first time I've probably cried at a celebrity dying. I think it might be the first like I really was shedding tears. Not only shedding tears because of who he is, but I was shedding tears because it makes you almost think your mortality. You know what I mean? Like we we go yeah. through every day and we're kind of just moving and we got goals here we're ripping and running, doing this, doing that, doing that. But at the end of the day you never know when it's your time. And so, it, it, and the end of the day, does that stuff really matter? Right, right. Does the that stuff, stuff that, you, that we drive ourselves crazy really to, to do, yeah. does it matter? What legacy are we really leaving our, our, our families? But the, the legacy that he left on the court, off the court, you can tell it affected people across all walks of life. I mean, yeah. it felt like the world stopped for a whole day and just, just really was mourning. Probably not even as a day. For like three days straight, I could probably say, it was just a big, everyone was mourning. You got newscasters and, and athletes and people in, in, yeah. in, in music and, and just, just every, and just, just everyday people. I just felt like people. everybody he came in contact with, like he yeah. touched them. He affected them, yeah. And, uh, and you, you'll get some people that will try to, you know, um, you know, bring up the, the, the issues that he had that one, the one time he had issues in the case in Colorado and stuff like that. And, you know, they're trying to really smear who he is, and, and people. You, you you really had people that were going out of their way to try and discredit who he is as a person. When, mm. you know, um, I can probably count all the time. People can probably count 
the number of times they made mistakes or, or had mishaps, and, and but the great thing about Kobe Bryant is that he learned from everything that he did, and he actually went on to progress to never have you never heard about anything else about Kobe Bryant after that. You just didn't, and and, and so um, his legacy should be way more than 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 um, a, a, a circumstance that happened. Um, not diminishing that yeah. circumstance. But I think just there's saying, always you know, those kinds of people, but yeah, yeah, but uh, but overall, mm -hmm. I we know he was. A great basketball player. Yeah. He's a legend. Um, he hasn't been admitted to the Hall of Fame, right? He didn't get. They're they're, they're inducting him now. They, they know, said they, they said the they will, will in, uh, include him in this class. See that. Yeah. Like live to see that day. But. Yeah, I think the rule is you have to be ret retired five years in order to get oh, inducted. That's why yeah, he had to wait. Yeah. yeah. So, but but they're gonna skip his five year wait and they're gonna put, bring him into this class, the class 2020. They're gonna bring him in as a. A first ballot yeah. Hall of Famer, so rightfully so too. Yeah. And I know so. his family. His family has his memories, his legacy that he left yeah. for his kids. Because I know his mom's still alive. His dad. His mom's dad. Yeah. His two sisters. Like. Yeah. When yeah. you hear the stories, just the whole thing, just the other families too. I know we know Kobe Bryant because you know he's he's, he's famous, famous, but. The other families yeah, that but, have uh, to pick up and, and right. still move One guy on was a legendary uh, baseball coach, and so. he, he just the effect that he had on the community, too, because he was a baseball coach that coached a lot of young men and a lot of men, and they looked up to him. And so you got, not only do you have his family, but you have his, his extended baseball family. That's the ripple effect that is, that is uh, you know, affected yeah. by this stuff. And then, of course, we, we can't talk about the, the, the We can't talk about the coaches without talking about the young girls that lost their lives so early. You know, we think about Gigi. Gigi was, what, 13, 14 years old? Like, uh, I, th I think 13. We have a 13-year-old son. Like, yeah. we, and I can't imagine uh, what, his, what his wife Vanessa is going through because I, I don't know what we, what we would do knowing that we lost our 13-year-old. I just don't know. And, and the great thing about mm -hmm. Gigi is she was just a splitting image of her, of her dad. She wanted to be great. One of the greatest interviews I heard, um, people would come up to Kobe and say, man, you just can't get a boy, man. What happened? You can't get a boy to, to kind of continue your legacy. And Kobe will come back with, nah, I'm good. And But before he can even say that, they said Gigi would jump in and say, he, he doesn't have to have a son. I'm going to be, I'm going to continue his legacy. Mm. Now you got a 12, 11, 12, 13-year-old girl stopping grown men saying, no, you got to worry about a boy because I'm going to continue the, the, the Kobe, the Bryant name. Like, and Kobe would just sit back and smile. And you saw her play. You can YouTube any games of her playing, and you can see she had that work ethic. She had that mama mentality. She just wanted to be like her dad, and she was on track to be yeah. a great, great basketball player. You could just see it, man. You could see her competitive yeah. spirit. And so, um, and obviously she was on the board with her with her, her teammates and stuff. They were going to a game. And it was supposed to be a 15-minute flight. So, you know, it's just, it's just amazing to me. And I, I we're... Our condolences go out to the family, um, but we know that Kobe Bryant um, left a legacy of love, left a legacy of of, of hard work, and um, impacted the world. I mean, they were mourning across the world, but um, one thing I do want to talk about, and uh, maybe you can start this off, Boo, um, what is one thing that you learned about yourself from this situation? I learned so much and so many emotions, I think, that I had to process myself to, to mm -hmm. um, just after hearing all of this. Like, I think I was just so in shock 
and still I don't know sometimes it takes me a little while to fully like for things to settle in and for me to process through but the next day I just I just felt this like sudden sadness in my heart just mm -hmm. thinking like as a wife as a mom because like I said Jordan's 13 also like oh my gosh losing a kid losing a husband yeah and then I was also, I think, you know, T.D. Jakes um, was on The Breakfast Club talking about this. And he was just saying, like, not only are we mourning, like, the, I guess the question was, why are we mourning someone that we don't know personally? Mm -hmm. Like, why is it that the whole world stopped for that one day or those that week to just mourn somebody that we only know through his sports, through what right. he's done. Like, we don't know him personally, but yet we're hurting, you know, and, and, and mourning. And he was just saying, like, it just reminds us, like you were saying, too, of our mortality. Yeah, or it yeah. brings up, and for me, it brought up not just my own mortality and the fact that I could be here right now and gone a few minutes. Like, I could leave to go to work and never come back home to my family. Yeah. It just reminded me too of like losing my dad and mm -hmm. that that hurt and that pain and that like I'm never gonna be able to see this person again. Like I'm yeah. never gonna be able to have a conversation with them. I'm all the things that I should have said or I couldn't say or like, we're never gonna be able to fight again. Like I'm never gonna be able to fight with my dad again. Like we're never, you know, like just all those raw emotions from from things that you've like gone through in your right. own life yeah. of losing somebody and and being hurt and all that stuff. I don't know why, like, why it reminds. I guess just death and yeah, dying yeah. all together. Just yeah, it br it brings up that, yeah. that that raw emotion of of, yeah. of how it feels. Like just that final thing. Yeah, like, I was gonna say the finality the of it. Finality you, of yeah. not being able to see you, not being able to talk to you, like, yeah. and just so like it happened so. Yeah. Sudden, right? Yeah, it was. It was it's something like that's just a sudden thing. Like, and it's yeah. a flight that they said he always. It's, it was flying. He's been like flying for fifteen thing. years. Yeah, he's been it's flying. Like for we years. drive everywhere, he flies everywhere. Like yeah. that was just what he does. It was fifteen minutes away. But yeah. who knew? Like, you know, this day was it, and yeah. I don't know. And then just thinking, like, oh my god, just thinking of being with my kid and and us knowing, like, oh my god, we're gonna fall to our death, like. Yeah. Like, what goes through your mind? Like, are you even... I'm like, was he even worrying about himself? He's probably trying to console his daughter. And, right. you know, like... And maybe it just happened so fast. Yeah, you think about that stuff, but you try not yeah. to. But I, I think I honestly took away... Um, I took away a couple things. I took away that um, I need to make sure that my legacy is one that is... Um, my legacy that I leave on this earth or what I leave, what I leave behind, it needs to be one that matters. Um, we get so caught up on our own individual goals, individual wants, and that's nothing bad with that. But what is the legacy that I'm leaving behind? What can I say that I did this so that now it affects the next generation? Now, I can affect everybody, but the people that I have control over is, is my children. I can, I can control the narrative that comes out of what the, um, that comes out of my children when it comes to they, when, they, when they think about who their dad is or was. Um, it just really made me, value the time I have left on this on this earth. It made me want to hug my son. It made me want to talk to my son. It made me want to, you know, more. It made me want to hug my daughters more. It just it just really made me I went from sad to um to regretful about the things that I could at the time I might might have wasted chasing things, but it also put everything in perspective of like you got to you got to got to prioritize your time 
and your and your your your, your no, I just say your time. You gotta prioritize your time with your family. And I took that to heart with my children and I took that to heart with my wife. Um, it just really put it all in perspective because I wanna be I, I wanna say if I leave this earth tomorrow, my wife knows what it really meant to be loved by by her husband. You know what I mean? Like I I really want my children to say that I my dad was the best dad in the world. That's what I took away from it. I just want my children, my legacy to be uh, Aaron gave everything. Aaron gave everything. My husband was the best husband in the world. Nobody can compare to my husband. My dad was the best dad in the world. I remember when he did X, Y, and Z with me. I remember when he coached my basketball team, when he came to my football games. I remember when my dad helped me do music. I remember when my dad read read this with me. I remember my dad would joke around and wrestle with me. I remember that stuff. And so I just want my legacy to be one. Um, it really just put everything into perspective of why being a, a father and a husband is one of the most important things, probably probably the most important thing to being a Christian um, that's in my life. And so I just put it in perspective that, mm -hmm. that my legacy is right here next to me. My legacy is in the other room over there. And I just want to be the best dad and the best person, the best man, the best husband I could be. So, um, yeah, yeah so. I agree. I agree with you, too. Um, I, I always try to to sew in everything that I've learned to pass it on to my kids because I'm yeah. always like years ago it would just be like working, working, grinding, trying to get a promotion, trying to get more money, trying to yeah. do this. And then I realized like, wait a minute, like my kids are my legacy. Like this job is not gonna you know, like today, tomorrow I can't show up to work. Like my jobs get posted online immediately. Yeah, right? you, you, the one thing you said with so, your job, you said if you get if you die tomorrow, they're gonna post your job the next day. Yeah, like the next day is gonna be like, Oh, we gotta open We've it. had coworkers die and then the next day, like your mailbox is empty, like your job is posted online, that's it, right? Yeah, and we spend so many hours and time and blood, sweat, tears invested into our jobs and you know, so our kids are our legacy. But I, I was listening to Oprah the other day and she she she, she taught me this and I like I like to tell my kids this too, like she says like everybody that you come in contact with is your legacy and it was like a different way to think about it because i always pour everything into my kids but she was just saying like everybody you meet everybody you talk to mm. like they should all come away being a better person like everybody wow. every life that you touch if it's just a hi a hello like everybody that you come in contact with they should feel like your legacy like you should be able to pass on something to that person whether it's just a smile, a gesture, a hug. They should walk away feeling so good from having to having that encounter with you. It's almost like passing on like a little bit of you to everybody that you meet. I love and that. I, I yeah, yeah. I really good. I really, really love that. I mean she probably she explained it way better than I did, but No, but that's good. It was that's just good. pretty much sharing a little bit of yourself with everyone that you meet and everyone that you come in contact with because you never know. You like, never know. you know? You never know what people need to hear. You never know the encouragement, especially the, in these times. Like, yeah, yeah. everybody needs an encouraging word. Everybody needs a hug. Everybody's saying that they're doing okay when you're not fine. You're I'm not, reading a yeah. book that says, I'm fine and neither are you. Like, it's just... Like, I'm not fine or I'm fine? It's it's like a... Like a what is that word when you... Like, our, not irony. What's the other word? It's pretty much saying like I'm saying I'm fine, but I'm not fine, and, and you're not fine. Okay, either. gotcha. Like, okay, okay, gotcha. It says it, it's the book is I'm fine, and neither are you, which okay. is like we go around like, hey, how you doing? I'm alright. I'm fine. I'm fine too. But like, 
you're really you're inside you, you're inside, hurting yeah. like you're not okay yeah. so it's saying like i'm saying i'm fine you're saying you're fine but neither we're neither of us like we're not okay so yeah, we, we just we um we learned a lot from this experience. Hyperbole. You got two degrees, all right? I barely got something. Um, so if you said hyperbole, I'm going with it. It I'm might be hyperbole. That, don't, 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 don't. It's like a double neck, like when you say something but you really don't mean it. Like I'm fine and neither are you, which means like we're both not okay. I get it. Okay. Okay. I just really don't, I, no, I get I get what you're saying, but I just you know I don't know the word. But yes. Um, so, we are going to end this podcast because we're talking yeah, too long. We're talking way too long. But we um and we just want to thank, um, not thank, we want to uh, continue to keep the Brian family yes. and those and those uh, other seven families, other other families um, in prayer. And we, we, we um, Kobe, we thank you for your legacy. We thank you for being the person that you were. We thank you for just leaving uh, these jewels with us through, through yes. podcasts, through uh, YouTube interviews through, you know, whatever it is, you've left a lot of jewels here. And we're going to continue to look. We're going to continue to dig for those those diamonds. And, and um, we thank you for just uh, leaving it all on the court and also leaving it, leaving your heart all over the world. So we appreciate yeah. you. Um, thank you all, family, for tuning in to our uh, podcast. We we felt like it would, we had to do justice um, by doing this subject. So we thank y'all for checking this out. Thank y'all for listening. How did Kobe Bryant affect your life? If he affected you, and how did the, the, the death, hearing the, upon the death of uh, Kobe Bryant, how did it affect you? And um, what legacy are you trying to leave for the ones uh, that matter the most in your life? All right. Uh, if you guys haven't already, okay. please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you go and check us out on i um, Apple Podcasts. Apple Check Podcast. us out on Spotify. Check us out on SoundCloud. Everywhere, pretty much you YouTube. can get. YouTube. Watch our YouTube. Yeah, I said subscribe to our so YouTube. So you can see it. Yeah. So er everywhere you, you go, you'll find the podcast, AP and Toy Podcast. And also, make sure you follow us on social media, all the socials, as, you, as my wife says. Uh, our Facebook and our Instagram are the same thing, AP and Toy Podcast. So thank yes, you all for checking us out. Thank you for watching. Yeah. I was trying to say something. He Sorry, cut boo. me off. What you saying? I forgot what I was gonna say now. All right. Uh, no, but I was gonna say I, I wanted to end it with a little encouragement to just hug someone, hug yeah. someone in your family. Yeah, man. Put your phone down. Take mm. time to. That's be a podcast in itself. Put your phone down. I'm talking to myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. T put spend your some time. phone down. Take some time to be present. Mm. Take some time to be present. Yeah. Take some time, put your phone away, turn off the notifications. I was listening, I'm always listening to podcasts. I was listening to something, and this person says, like, they have no, like, notifications. Was it Tyler Perry? I think it was Tyler Perry. He was saying, like, he has no notifications going mm. to his phone. Like, he doesn't. Smart. He, he's so focused on what God has called him to do and his writing and everything that he does. That he doesn't want to be distracted mm. by any single notification. I'm like, oh my god, that's that's amazing. You know, notifications go off on my phone. Like, I can't think on one thing for like two seconds because something else is popping up, and then my mind goes to that. Yeah. So take some time to be present. Love on your family. Take some time to love on yourself. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Love on your spouse, your partner, who, friends. Check on your friends. Check on your strong friend. I saw a shirt saying, "Check on your strong friend." Check on your friends. Just just take some time to love. Life is short, and we just need to take time to enjoy it. We're yeah. ripping. We're running. We have goals. 
we have all this stuff that we're trying to live out, but yeah. um, let's not miss the moment. Let's not miss living in today and enjoying today because tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised, y'all. Yeah. Um, that's it, boo. So that's it. That's it, man. Love that's you guys. Toy's Corner. Toy's Corner. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. And we will be back with you guys again next week with a brand new podcast. See you soon. Peace. I remember so clearly. It seems like just the other day. We were two kids falling in love.